All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, check it out. Episode 153 in the books. Uh, we're going to revisit later on in the show uh, a episode that was pre-recorded. Well, not an episode, a segment that was pre-recorded on Monday for our in the news segment. Yeah, a lot going down Monday. Uh, by the way, the Lakers suck. Yeah. But uh, I, we, don't, we, don't need, we don't need to talk about that. Lost again last night. Okay, uh, let's recap game four on Wednesday, February 23rd. Uh, free versus squad one, 101 to 99. Uh, squad one was able to take the win. Very, very close game. Free had an opportunity. I think it went to overtime. Yeah. Um, Andrew made a huge bucket. bucket yeah, uh, most argued that it could have been an and one. I looked at it again after a couple times. He did go straight up. Yeah, he, he, he made uh He made a lot of body contact. But I, I guess, you know, normally on an offensive rebound when there's contact, generally they call a foul. But in that situation, the referee swallowed his whistle, and it was a big, big bucket uh, to send to overtime. But nonetheless, squad one was able to take the win. Uh, Marcus Hall led all scores with 33 points, had a uh, game high, 33, uh, eight rebounds, four assists, shot the ball well, uh, efficient from three tonight, uh, over 50%, well, at right at 50%. And uh, it was a good game. Dre had a solid game. He finally had uh, yeah. a game that kind of we were respected. PPR wasn't that high, but uh, overall his game was, was good. Uh, he shot well from the field, got some rebounds, uh, played a little defense. But uh, the story of this game uh, was definitely – uh, squad one's depth. They 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 were. I mean, look at the the starting five. Everyone reached double figures. Uh, it wasn't just the Marcus Hall show, and uh, they look good, man. But free is 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 is, is going to be a force this season. I can see that already. Yeah, uh, and you know they had to come back strong. They they had felt like they had to go down seasons in a row, and they felt like they were Cypress was their gym, and people have come over and taking it over. So. They want to make sure that they had a good showing. And, again, they play against the top team. Even though I had them ranked number one last week. I had free rank one, but I had squad one to beat them <laughs> in, my, uh, you did. in my picks. Uh, but I ranked free number one. So, I mean, they're going to drop a notch this year. But, I mean, they played, I think, a great game, though. Uh, down the stretch, uh, squad one led the majority of the game. But, you know, Drew, uh, Eddie both played well. And they finally got that game from Dre. I think that we've been waiting for all season. So uh, even Shane Summers came off the bench, gave him some really good minutes. Uh, so again, they were forced to be working with, and it could have went either way. But again, squad one, shout out to them. They prevailed, and another close win. I mean, another close game. They had out of their four wins, three of them been extremely close. Actually, out of their four, four besides the boot game dismantling. Mm-hmm. They're, the four, other four games have been close games, and they're three and one in those games. So they're battle tested. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when you have a team with a whole lot of talent, it's only one basketball. Right. So even though you have all that talent, it's not like everyone's going to score fifty. Right. You know. So this is the case with squad one. You could say the same for the bullets. Uh, they're just they're balanced, and everyone's putting the ego aside and, and trying to reach the goal at hand. Now the second game of the night, we don't need to talk about, uh, but I guess we have to. Uh, the bullets. Absolutely tore apart trifecta. My squad, a one hundred to sixty-eight, uh, scoring a hundred points. Uh, I think that was the first time anyone scored a hundred on us this season. But uh, let me see. I want to make sure. Yeah, that was their first time scoring a hundred. That was the Bullets' first time scoring a hundred, and they came against us. Uh, a lot was talked about that week. Uh, I probably put a target on our backs 
saying same old bullets and they put it on us. Yeah. Of course, Shannon showed up against us and right. uh, they did what they did, but it was funny. I mean, I, I thought it was hilarious. You know, the guys were they were coming after me, yeah. uh, but. I mean, it is what it is. The bullets, the bullets are our team. They're not. You can't say the same old bullets right now. The way they're playing. No, they're. Uh, the, the, it was the second dismantling of the season. They absolutely destroyed you guys. Yeah. Um, from the start of the game to the end, I walked out the gym. I came back to the gym. And I was now like seventeen four or something like that. It was mm-hmm. something ridiculous. And I was like, geez, you know. Uh, and I said, me, and you had already spoken before the game even started. Uh, on the phone earlier. I think no, it was through text. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you got what you wanted. And you did. they definitely had a point to prove yep. coming out. Uh, and it was, I mean, look, it was the whole crew. It was Shannon. And, you know what I'm saying about the whole crew? The whole crew played well. Yeah, everybody played well. No, they, they, they played well. They looked to seek and destroy. They pretty much did. Larry didn't talk to me before the game. <laughs> he was just like, nah, nah, we, we'll talk after the game. He wanted to talk to me. I was like, dang, Larry, for real? I'm like I'm talking to you as a player, not the media. I'm like my media hat's not on. <laughs> it was like '90s, uh, '80s, '90s basketball. There was no friends on the court. No friends. It looked like the uh, the Bulls and the Knicks like Bulls, before the yeah. game. Remember how they was looking at each other like, man, it's beef. Yeah. Like I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the Pistons, Bulls, is it? Bulls and Pistons for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, the final game for. Wednesday, uh, the Agents versus Boo Gang. Another thrilling game. Boo Gang was able to win by one point. Yeah. The Agents were right there. Uh, just couldn't get the shot off in time. Well, couldn't get the shot off at all. And it got, I think the ball got stolen. Uh, they went down and ran the clock out. Just a tough possession. And, and BJ, you know, he played, his, he played his tail off that game. 38 points. Shot the ball well. Uh, rebounded. Defend. He always defends. But um, it was tough, man. I hate I hate. When the game ends like that, we don't even get a shot up. Right. That's like frustrating to watch, even as a as a spectator. Uh, but the agents are struggling right now. They are on a four game losing streak, second longest losing streak to us. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. ironically, That's we play them tomorrow. It's kind of funny how the schedule over the last year and a half has always worked out like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Like teams that need to play each other end up playing each other for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But uh, yeah, uh, they could easily be four one. They could. But they easily could be four one. They've blown more leads to any team this season. Absolutely. Uh, Every game's been close too. And they they had a lead. They had a lead late in this one. And just couldn't find that play or they couldn't get that stop that they needed to put them over the hump. And that's unfortunate because of him. They led eighty five percent of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh they didn't lose the lead until maybe like Five minutes to go. I think the only game that they should have lost was this past week against the Bullets. Bullets, yeah. Every other game was a one-possession game. They they won by three against us. They lost by two against Free. They okay. lost by three to Squad One. They lost to the Agents by one. And it's tough, man. All these games they had leads in. Yeah, every yeah. game. Yeah, even even the Bullets they had a lead. If it, the, the, the Squad One they had a lead. Else yeah. the Turner had to take over at the end. Like it just they they literally had led in all these games, led big in all these games, and haven't been able to finish. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's, it's unfortunate. It's frustrating uh, for the agents because, like you said, they could be one of those top teams at the top at four and one, just like the Bullets and yeah. and Squad One. But I mean, that's that's just the way it goes. Um, all right, so week five, a uh, little different. Well, actually, it was a lot different. We'll start with the uh, let's start with this game, the agents uh, versus the Bulls. Let's start with that one. Uh, 76, 
sorry, 67 to 56, uh, the Bullets were able to take that win. Uh, so they extend their season uh, record to 4-1. Um, Reed led all scores uh, for the Bullets with uh, 21 and 11, had a 30 PPR. That was a, a game high. Uh, and really, they just, they, they really were in control in the second half. I thought the first half was pretty close. Second half, the Bullets kind of pulled away, and they kept, it, they kept it close. They were actually the only team that struggled to score offensively uh, on a back-to-back. Everyone else seemed to be able to get it going. This was a, truly a defensive struggle. Uh, game was slowed down. Uh, the agents had to make it that way because they were shorthanded. And uh, basically, it was Mike and Miles or bus. Yeah. That's what it came down to. Yeah, and uh, you tell the this is the one game where I felt like that back-to-back monkey jumped on their back a little yeah. bit. And you could just see, even the Bulls a little bit, they were struggling a little bit to kind of put put possessions together and get buckets. So, uh, shout-out to both teams on fight through. And even the agents, I think they got it down to four, mm-hmm. or three or four, going down the stretch, and then they, they pulled away from you get the Get a few, few uh, yeah, buckets at the end and kind of – and I was going to record it, too, and I was like, yeah. nah, let me turn this off. <laughs> and we, don't, we don't need to do that. So, yeah, it, it was close. Um, a boot gang versus free. Uh, free was able to take down boot gang 108 to 94. Um, free pretty much was in control of this game uh, from start to finish. Um, I thought boot gang played okay. In the first half, I thought Rashawn definitely wasn't, you know, his usual efficient self. Um, 36 points, but he was 13 for 31. Very Allen Iverson-esque. So uh, he struggled a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, supporting cast, I thought they showed up. It just, it just Rashawn was just too off. Yeah. He has to be more around, hovering above 50% for them to actually, you know, have a chance. Because these teams are just too good. Yeah. And, uh, and Andrew Gonzalez and Say just were just dominant uh, on the floor. They combined for 71 points. Uh, Drew, um, 38 points, 15 rebounds. I think that was his first double-double of the season, yeah. which is funny because he's almost averaging a double-double yeah. after that one game. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, this was another game, I think. Uh, the, the score kind of doesn't completely tell the story. Uh, I think they were only up three with a minute left, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> yeah. they went on like a, like a 10 on run. Well, it was just bad shot, layup, bad shot, layup, bad shot, layup. So, yeah, it ended up being like a 13, 14-point loss uh, in a game that was fairly close to majority of the way. But, yeah, Rashawn has to kind of shoot around that. Since he shoots, because I think he had this game 12, he shot like 24 threes. How many threes he shot? 21. It's <laughs> a lot of threes. So, when you shoot that many threes, yeah, man. you, you Got to make 10. Yeah. And that's asking a lot. Yeah. That's asking a lot. Somebody, you, you ask somebody to make 10 threes. Or at least, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was just tough. Um, but, you know what I mean, Eddie, and then, you know, you got Say, it's just hard to kind of put up those numbers against someone like Say, who's an excellent defender. So. Here's a stat of the night. Drew and Say shot 31 for 37 from the field. That's 83.5%. Can't beat that kind of efficiency, fellas. No, you can't. Uh, final game of the night, squad one versus trifecta. Um, I think we're a heavy underdog coming into that. They actually covered the spread. I think it was nine and a half. Yeah. And they beat uh, Trifecta by ten. So they did cover. Um, <clears throat> and it was a balanced night. If you look at uh, the scoring from the team, they had five guys in double figures. Uh, Elston had 16. Danny had 15. Anthony had 14. Marcus had 18. Wow. Isaiah had 20. Yeah. 
So a 20 off the bench, and I mean, they were just, they did what they did, and we just, we couldn't get enough stops. Um, and they, I mean, they, they did what they did. I mean, they, they got the job done. I mean, trifecta, I mean, we're struggling right now. We're in a, we're in a tough spot. Um, I don't know when we're going to be able to get out of this funk, but our shooting woes have continued, especially from three. Uh, five for 24 this game, shooting 21%. 43% from the field, which isn't that bad. Uh, but in a league like this, you got to shoot at least 50% to have a yeah. chance. Because I think if you're shooting under 50%, you got a good chance you might actually lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do think you guys played better than that with the original game got credit for. Yeah. I think uh, you had us losing by 14 or 15, yeah, something yeah. like that. So I, I give you guys some credit for Y'all didn't show us a level of fight that I think y'all didn't show against the Bullets. Um, but. But that being said, you still can't get over the hump. So, I mean, you guys got to run this week. But, I mean, uh, I mean, they're just well-balanced, man. Like, you know, Marcus Hall had 18 points. You could say he had an off game. You know, like. Actually, he didn't because he, he only played, did it in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't play a, a ton. And he didn't shoot. And he didn't really shoot a lot. He still <laughs> had 18. You know, Elson's there. You know, he does his thing. You know, like, they're just, they're just a really balanced team. It's a. Uh, you know, they're just gonna be. They'll be hard for anybody to beat, especially a team like you guys who are struggling right now. Y'all are on five, so yeah. But with that being said, I think you guys play showed enough. We all play well enough to, you know, these last three games be crucial for y'all. Y'all could actually easily see y'all possibly winning these last three. It's a possibility because uh, we should actually could have won the first three. Right. So, all right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week. And for the second time, Andrew Gonzalez. Now, listen, I was, I was very critical of Andrew uh, in the past of him winning uh, player of the week. Andrew. It's three? I think it's three. Oh. Three out of five weeks, I think. I'm not sure because uh, I know I've, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember uploading his picture twice on the article. So, yeah, Say, uh-huh. him, and Marcus Hall. Who else been a player of the week? Well, that yeah, that was it because it was week four and five combined. Oh, come on. oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Marcus drew twice and say. Okay. There you go. So yeah, for the second time, Drew uh, has won Player of the Week. I was critical the first time, but I mean after the game, after I saw his numbers and how he played, they, it was he was undoubtedly uh, the Player of the Week. Thirty-eight and fifteen. That's Player of the Week worthy, and it wasn't even close on the on the voting. Yeah. I think he won by like twelve. Yeah, it's not unanimous, but it's pretty close to being unanimous. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, look, that, but that's what you do as a player. Somebody doubts you as a player, or say you can't do this, say you can't do something. This is how you prove it. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't make a big deal. He didn't say a lot. He laughed it off. Like, ah, okay. And then went out there, went to seek and destroy pretty much whoever he's played since then. Yeah. So shout out to him for taking care of his business, man. Uh, again, our player of the week. He deserves it, and we'll see what happens this week. Yep, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. So, I've we've already posted the article. Uh, we just haven't given our scores. So, for my power rankings, I have obviously I have trifecta last. I mean, there's no surprise there. Uh, I have the agents fifth, fourth. I believe I have boot game. Okay. Um, 
I think it's just an order of the standings is what I have. Yeah, I got uh, I got free third, and they drop one. I got the bullet second, mm-hmm. and I got squad one number one. So just like how the standings read on the website, that's how I have my power rankings. And um, it has it has everything to do with how the week went. If you look at it, squad one is the hottest team. They won three in a row. I have them one. The Bullets, they're the second hottest team. I have them two. Free, the most recent hottest team now that they've won their game after uh, dropping uh, the close game to was it squad one. Yeah. Uh, I have them three. Boot gang, they don't fall too far behind because they just lost their first game after getting off to a hot start. Free, the agents have lost four in a row, but they're not as bad as us. So I have them uh, fifth and have us last. I agree with everything, but I am going to switch it up. Uh, Bullets plus, squad one? Yeah. Uh, for, so let's say two weeks in a row, we agreed the first three weeks. So we, two weeks in a row, we disagreed. Mm-hmm. Just at the top, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give the Bullets a slight edge over squad one just because they simply destroyed you. Even though you're the last place team. Yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. I, th- it was a very impressive win because of what they were playing for. They were playing for that same old Bullets title. Yeah. And I think for them to prove themselves in that way where they're not the same old Bullets, and not only are they not the same old Bullets, they're going to go out there and destroy the person who's saying and the team that's saying that they're the same old Bullets. I, I thought that was very impressive. So I'm going to get a, a slight, by the, the thinnest of margins uh, ahead of squad one. Even though I thought squad one's two victories were huge. I think they those two quality wins they had. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I just think that y'all had a, I mean, the Bullets had a, a very quality win over you guys. That It's not in fact that it's quality, it's what they're playing for and what they're defending. Uh, and I think they did a good job defending their name this week. Absolutely. Last week. I don't think there's any question for that. Yeah. Um, so, for the predictions. Now, this is where the, the scores come in and we have to, you know, really think about it. Um, so, for the first game, we got Boot Gang versus Squad 1. I have Squad 1 winning that game. I have them winning comfortably. I believe... Uh, it won't be as bad as week one. Week one was awful. Yeah. But they do have Rashawn this time. Uh, Rashawn will get busy, and squad one is going to have to deal with him. Um, I don't know who they're going to put on him. They're going to have to deal with him. Though. He's going to be coming. Uh, so I'll say squad one wins 94 to 81. 94-81. Actually, it's going to be close. Uh, I mean, I expect squad one to win still. Uh, but I, I, I don't think it'll be close. I just think Rash, not only is Rashawn a difference maker, but um, depending on who they have guarding him, I mean, he wears on you because he keeps coming. He does he keep keeps coming. coming, and he keeps coming. So, uh, and I can see some defenses lapses, you know, because of that um, from other players. Because you just a guy like that wears on you. Uh, it's like a good running back, you know, when you keep handling the ball. That's a while defense wears down. Uh, but I still expect them to win. I go. I'm just giving the same score, 94, but I'm saying 94-90. 94-90. Okay. Uh, the next game, the Agents versus Trifecta. Now, this is our second matchup. The Agents were able to beat us the first time, uh, 82-79. This is a hobbled Agents team. They're very hobbled. Uh, they do have John Hurt there, though. That's yeah. going to help out a lot. Uh, he had, he had, he had, did he make his debut? He did, right? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, 
They'll, they'll be okay. And they have an uh, Ultimate Hoops player. He'll be a help. Yeah, he will be. Finally, I can say with some confidence, uh, <laughs> I think Trifecta will finally get off the losing streak. Um, I have us winning. I'm just going gonna, gonna to be respectable. I'm going to say we're going to flip the score from week one. I say we win 82-79. Trifecta. I'm going to still go with. <laughs> I appreciate it if you don't pick this. <laughs> I'm still going ages here. I just think BJ's a problem. Oh, yeah, you got BJ now. And yeah, he wasn't there last time. Yeah, he yeah, so. Oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. So I think if, if BJ plays. Yeah, so that's why I should keep it close. Yeah, anything, <laughs> how he can play, he plays under control. And he's not taking bad shots. Uh, and Mike does what he does. And. Miles does what he does. I still give them a slight edge over you guys. Mm-hmm. 86 to 82. 86, 82, the agents. Okay. And I said 82, 79, trifecta. All right. And the last game, squad one. Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, free versus the Bullets. I have. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, I have. I have the Bullets winning that game. Mm-hmm. I have them winning close, assuming they will have their whole team because I believe it's going to be some matchup problems versus Free. I do. Um, and it was a close game last time. It was a very close game. So I got the Bullets winning, assuming they have everybody. I say they win by. Yeah. I'll say 95-92. I mean, we'd say Drew versus Shannon and Johnny. It's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shannon has a, a say that he's coming tomorrow, so he has, at least by word, he said that he's, he's coming tomorrow. So that that those two matchups, so it's going to really come down to it. I think, I think everybody I just said is going to get theirs. So the real thing is what Larry Sweat and read them. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the role players. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy we're calling them role players, but I mean that's how good those other four guys have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, Larry Sweat and Reed versus Eddie uh, McKissick, and you know Dre. Yeah, and Dre. Like <laughs> that's what it's gonna come down to. Because mm-hmm. I think those other four guys are gonna get busy. They're gonna do their, do what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens. What score you got? 88-86. Bullets. Bullets. All right, we're both picking the Bullets. We're going to put some respect on their name this week. Yeah, yeah. They earned it. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. All right, so we got some mid-season grades and some mid-season awards. So, um... Let's start with the midseason grades. We're going to go team by team. Starting with, let's go from the top to bottom. Squad one, I'm going to give squad one an A minus. I believe squad one has played well. Even The one game they did lose, they barely lost. It came down to a buzzer beater. I think they're playing well. I think they're in cruise control right now. They're just securing the wins. Right. I don't think they're really, really turning it on just quite yet. I think they're just trying to. Get through the regular season with the possibly the best record and just secure the wins first. So I got them an A minus. Um, I got the bullets. I'm gonna give them a. I'm gonna give the bullets a 
Who they lose to? <laughs> they lost to the free. Lost to free? Yeah. Hmm. Not uh, you know, not, no disrespect. I forgot about Louis Jalen. They lose to free. They lose to boot game. Who the bullets lose to? You sure they lost to free? It might happen, boot game. Hold <laughs> on, oh, let me see something. Cause if I'm not mistaken, it was boot game. And, and like I say, shout out to Lil Jay. I've got him. He's a role player in this game too. Yeah. It's another guy I thought about this. Like that's saying something. Yeah. Cause he controls the game. He absolutely mm-hmm. controls the game. Let me see. They lost to. Wait, I don't even have. I got the whole schedule up. Bullets. Oh yeah, there we go. Schedule. Bullets that lost to. Boot yeah, boot game by yeah. two. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, boot game. All right. So in that case, I'm gonna give. <laughs> I'm gonna give them a B plus. I was ready to give them an A, but I think that's a bad loss on their record. <laughs> boot game three and two. No, I'm not saying it's boot game, but I'm just saying they lost to one guy basically. Yeah. They lost to because he was the only guy shooting that game. Yeah, he only lost shot well in the game. Well, not much shot well in the game. Yeah, much. I'm, well, I'm saying much this season has been relegated to a role player. Boot game presently constructed. They're a one man band. <laughs> they are a one man band. That's what. That's how they're playing. I'm not saying that that's what they are. That's how they're playing. They, I, I mean, look at look at Rashawn. Rashawn's taking thirty, almost forty shots a night. I mean, and Debeer and Mudge are getting up a nice amount of shots. No, they're not. No, they're not. What are they they're shooting? They're not getting up thirty something. But ten attempts. No, nah, about 17, 15, 17. They literally those three literally take all the shots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. But I mean, he leads the league in scoring. He's averaging like 38. Yeah. Is this DeVere's team or not? Stop, man. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I thought this was his team. He create, well, create division. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. That's a bad loss to me. Sorry, Bullets. I'm going to give you all a B plus. All right. Uh, let's see. So, free. I'm going to give free an A. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect them to be this good. So, I mean, what are, we, what are we talking about here? I'm going to give them an A. I'm going to flat out give free an A. I did not expect them. Uh, to be this good. I said they would be good this season. I did say no, that. you didn't say that. Yes, I did. No, we got to go back and listen. I said free will be good. This free, I said free will surprise some, some teams this year. They're going to be better than they've been. I absolutely you said they'll be better than they've, they've been. I said they're going to be good. I no, did say they were going to be good. To that kid. Okay. Watch, watch. We'll listen to it. Now, um, I'm going to give them an A just because I think they're playing over their heads right now. Uh, <laughs> good for them. No. Yeah, throw a little shade there, just a little yeah. bit. Hey, listen, listen. They know what it is. <laughs> All right, um, boot gang. I'm gonna give boot gang a B plus. I think uh, they're playing a lot better too. Yeah. This is a boot gang team last season that was kind of middle of the pack, towards the bottom, really yeah. kind of towards the bottom, and they play well. They're over 500 at this point in the season. Uh, they're a good team, yeah. and they just lost a game. That they just uh, were Rashawn didn't shoot the ball well. That's the reason why they lost. Yeah, they probably could have won the game. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give them a B plus. The agents, I'm gonna give them a D. I have to give them a D because it, it, which is barely passing. The D is seventy. I'm gonna give them a D because I mean they're losing a lot of close games yeah. and they should be four and one. I, I think they would give themselves a D as well. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't give themselves no C or B. Uh, with their record presently constructed, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with a D for them. They should be way better than what they are. I know they've had some injuries. Uh, yeah. DJ and um, uh, Jay Walk had to leave. It's, it's a lot going on with them. So uh, I gotta give them a D. They're not having the best of seasons. And uh, my team trifecta, uh, we're failing. <laughs> we're failing. We have an F. Um, 
Yeah, had the only triple double of the season. Hmm? Yeah, I had the only triple double of the season. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You must be referring to Cortez. Now think about it. Why was he not a player of the weekend? Because we lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> we lost. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got a, I got a failing. We're failing. Um, failing miserably. 0-5. Uh, we lost a game by 30 points to a team that I mean, we were talking noise. I was talking noise. They were talking back. I mean, I didn't let the Bullets know that. You know, I didn't want to give them more fuel. Right. But my team was talking. They definitely was talking, too. They heard the chatter. But, I mean, we, then we got destroyed like that. Yeah, we're, we're F, man. We're failing. Absolutely failing. Uh, can we turn it around? Sure. But right now, presently constructed, we're not passing at midterms. We're failing. Yeah. So, what you got? Uh, if I had to just look at them. Uh, squad one. If I had to say right now, they're an A minus. Um, just on some fact, they could be better than what they are. Um, they got they lost at the buzzer to the Bulls in the game. They led the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they but I mean it works out both ways. There's been games where they've been down the whole game and they found a way to win too. So uh, I don't think they completely put together yet, but they're not losing. They're figuring it out as they go. So definitely A minus for especially with a team that's. You know, those guys play together, but they don't really play together. So for them to kind of put together the way they have been and doing what they're doing, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Uh, Bullets, A. Yeah, can't be mad at them. I'm going to give them an A. Uh, they have a bad loss, like you said. But even that game was a game. They, uh, they won the whole time. And I, I just think that with the stigma that they've had over the years with the same old Bullets thing, and for them to be showing up the way they are showing up right now, I, I'll give them an A. Now, with that being said, don't maybe <laughs> right. regret uh, giving you an A and, and putting up a stinker uh, over the next couple weeks. Um, free, your boys. Uh, I'll give Free a solid B. Okay. Uh, I think they play well. Um, I think they shot themselves in the foot a couple times, but... Considering what they're doing, I, I give them a B, a high, a high B, almost a B plus. Uh, they they're doing their thing. They've been I, in every game. They've been in every game. Uh, every game's been a dog fight. But they was in that like that last season too. They couldn't get over the hump. They're kind of very similar to what's going on with the agents right now. Uh, but they they made the adjustment and they go get a solid B, almost B plus. Uh, boom game. I'm going to give them a B minus. They definitely have been in every game. Well, I mean, besides the one slaughtering they took. They've been in every game. They've been right there. Probably should have won. The two games they lost, you can make a really good argument. They, One of them, they probably could have won or should have won. So, I'll give them a a, a B minus. The agents, i give them a D plus. Just on some fact, they could easily be 4-1, but they haven't found a way to get over the hump. So I won't call them a D, but I give them a D plus, almost a C minus, because I really feel like they're an average to even close to above average team. They just don't have the record to show for it. Right. Uh, but I'm going to give them a, a, a D plus, though. Uh, and Trifecta. <laughs> I, I would give you guys a, uh, if there's such thing as an F plus, uh, I'll give you guys a. <laughs> I'll just say that. Would that be a 69? Yeah. 
I, I'm gonna give you guys. I'm gonna say this: that you guys been. It was one game where you guys got absolutely destroyed. Every other game, I think you were right there as yeah. well. So, I, I think just, I think y'all about a rebound or a player two away from getting over the hump, and that might be this week. This might be the week that gets you guys to take off and going somewhere. You know, heading into the playoffs that you may not have thought that you could get. So, you, you, I'll give you guys a solid F. <laughs> <laughs> If there is to to do, I think you guys are solid. F, <laughs> especially considering I think you guys have talent, so you gotta get a solid F. That hurts. <laughs> that hurt to hear that. The solid F. <laughs> Imagine being in a parent teacher conference <laughs> and hearing that. <laughs> yeah, you know he's he's right at a solid F. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's move on to our midseason awards. Okay. Um, let's just do four. So, the hardest one to me is going to be defensive MVP. I got nobody. I got nobody. I don't know who the heck can win that. Um, I don't even know who to put as a candidate. Uh, yeah, it could be Say. Oh, yeah, okay. Say. Yeah, I forgot about Say. Uh, Jeff could be right there. No, winless team. <laughs> I'm not putting nobody from my team on. Uh, BJ's on-ball defense is good. Yeah, but their record is too bad. Yeah. It has to be someone from these top four teams right now. Uh, That's why I said midseason. Now, things may change in the last three weeks. Yeah. But midseason right now, no, nobody from this bottom group deserves anything. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, right now, I, my, my vote would probably go say. I'm going a, I'm to a double. Uh, I'm going to backdoor that with say. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, if I had to just choose one right now. But still time. Uh, there's definitely some guys out there make some noise still. So, we'll see what happens. Okay. What about uh, six man? Based on what I saw last week, man, it might be Isaiah again. I played one game. He's played three. Isaiah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's played three. So, I mean, best based off what he did last week, though, yeah, I'm definitely. Back to back six man league? Yeah, well, he'll be the first. He would. So, we'll see. Uh, but. I'll say Larry. That's for me. I, I'll give it to Larry. Mm-hmm. He's won six man before. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's a good. Good. That's a good vote. Similar, some factors. He's been more available too. Yeah. So, um, most improved. Now we can use that since we played a season last yeah. time. Yeah. Mm. Have to compare the scores. Uh, That'll be a tough one. Yeah. Let's look at the PPR. Let's see who's who's standing out this season. Uh. I mean, Reed's having a better season, but I wouldn't call him most improved. Nah. Yeah. Uh, you can maybe argue Say might be the most improved. Again, he's having a better season, but is he? Well, I mean, but he could, you know I mean? Yeah, because if you look at it, let's look at the last two seasons. Say averaged 20 last season and 27 this season. That's a seven-point improvement. Yeah, well, that might be a good, I mean, yeah. Maybe he could be a candidate. Yeah. This is going to be a tough award this year because I'm looking through some of the names. I'm like, hmm. You know? And I even look at them like they're having better seasons, but I, or would you call them the most improved players? Yeah. That's tough. Um, yeah, I'd have to go with Say. And what about Isaiah? He's ever, I didn't know he was averaging 12. Oh, this is, this is different Isaiah. Yeah. I'm thinking that's Isaiah Reed. Uh... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's tough, it man. Mm. 
Yeah, I would probably lean towards say. We'll see. Yeah, and I'd have to look at I'd have to look at boot gang again. Yeah, and Miller's been pretty efficient. He's probably more efficient than he was last year. Devere's averaging twenty one. That's what I'm saying. You talking about that one man game? Devere's averaging twenty one, man. Is he? Yes. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know he was averaging 21 for real. Yeah, go look at Mudge number two. Like, Mudge is averaging 14. He's definitely not most improved. But what I'm saying is, you talk about their one man game. No, nah, man, they, they, they've 21. Oh, yeah, averaged 21 last season. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not most improved. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, you could argue, say, yeah. honestly. Now, MVP, this is going to be a hard one, too. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. Um, you, got, you got ISO Johnny. You got Drew. I would give it to Drew right now. Uh, Rashawn is definitely MVP candidate. And uh, you can throw Marcus Hall in there, of course. And you can throw Say in there again. There's five guys right there. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough. So. And like I said, that's why I say these last two games are going to be important because it's going to be able to settle. Who really deserves to have those awards? Because Aiden McKissick. Everybody, everybody is four and one and three and two. That's everybody's record. Aiden McKissick is averaging twenty two. That's another guy you could throw in there. No, I'm saying like you know it's, it's gonna be tough, man. Damn. These wins and losses at the end of the season are gonna matter. Big time. A lot of guys averaging twenty. Jeff is averaging twenty. <laughs> Jeff might get most improved if he went on one sixteen. <laughs> right. That's true. Cause what? Is, oh, let me see what Jeff averaged last season. I think most improved wouldn't be – I don't think that needs to necessarily be relegated to wins. I think most improved is most improved. Yeah. So if you look at last season, Jeff was averaging – oh, he played a lot of seasons. My goodness. Uh, what was he at, five guys? Yeah. yeah, 12 to 21. Yeah, he's most improved. We'll see. So, yeah, I would give it to Jeff. Just also because he's my teammate. But, yeah, you're right. Most improved is not a record award. Right. I think that's just a, okay, yeah, you're the most improved. Right. All right, so that's what I got. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic. I believe we had uh, an interview. Well, not an interview. Well, is it's, it's, uh, Sweat coming? Yeah. He is coming? Yeah. We might have to do that by phone. <laughs> I got to go. Cool with me. Okay, uh so we'll move on to our next topic. We got sweat, uh, possibly sweat coming in uh, via cell phone. All right. All right. We got a special guest in the building, Mr. Sweat. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Happy to be here. All right. Well, I'm not happy to see you. Uh, you guys put a, did a number on me uh, <laughs> last week and, uh, you know. It's all good, but um, I wanted to talk uh, real quick. Let's 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 talk about the bullets. Now, Sweat, you've had an interesting career. I think you're you're approaching uh, quite a few milestones. I'll uh, I'll pull it up here in a second. Um, you've had an interesting career. You you you're a two time champ. A lot of people don't know that. When they look at uh, teams that you've been a part of, you know they 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 see the bullets. They see this. They see that. But you're a two time champ. You've you've been in the spotlight before you've played a significant role. It's not like you were the the last guy on the bench that was a part of a championship. You've played in big roles. You've played in big games before. True. Now, you've had uh you've had two championships with the Lions, the first two. Um 
What would it mean for you to win uh, a championship with the Bullets, the longest standing franchise in Ultimate Hoops in Houston? Uh, to me, that would mean a lot because, uh, I mean, the first, if you think about my first two championships, we had Maggie and Duke on those mm -hmm. teams as well. So I played a, a pretty good role in those teams, but they played a significant role in those mm -hmm. teams. So um, when I broke away, away from them, I kind of teamed up with Larry more so. And, uh, you know, Larry, he's got two rings on two different teams. Mm -hmm. So, A, it would mean I caught up to my boy. And then, uh, you know, B, for me, it'd just be good to have another ring with another team uh, overall. That's, um, That's right. Larry did uh, win with Lake Houston. Lake Houston. He did, he did, yeah. did. So I'm trying to trying to get my Kawhi Leonard on and mm -hmm. uh, you know win around the league, <laughs> mm -hmm. get a little some of that shaking. So it'll be fun. Now, by the way, and I hate to bring this up, you should already have three. Remember the one we oh, lost? Oh yeah, we lost in the championship. We we had a lot of injuries that game. I oh, think yeah. we played. We had to play with Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I mean with uh with, with Wood with Underwood. Underwood, yeah. Jeff cramped up that game. Yeah. And, uh, I think Big Joe couldn't make it that night. Ray screwed us on a call yeah, yeah. that I'll never forgive him on. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely screwed us. But, yeah, man, let's not, let's not go down that road. I don't know why I always bring it up. but Five guys. Five guys, man. Rest in peace, five guys. All right. So, um, now tell me. Because I'm, I'm, we're going to make a – you guys will be our feature uh, this year. We're supposed to uh, – we're supposed to do a team article uh, every season, and uh, that was the one thing that we're missing. So you guys will be our feature. Tell me why things you think this season uh, will be different for the Bullets. Um, obviously, our roster. We got a lot. To, <laughs> mm. We got a lot more offense. We got a lot more camaraderie as well. You know, Larry brings it up a lot, but you know, it's simple things like communication off the court as well. You know, when you see the team in a group chat, kind of getting around certain. You know, emotions for the week, getting fired up behind people saying same old bullets. Mm -hmm. That builds some chemistry off the court, and then it carries on on the court. So, you know, we really have each other's back up, backs out there. Um, obviously, the addition of Shannon and Johnny, you know, we got more of a champion's lifetime feel that we took over to Cypress. So we, we, we're not unfamiliar with, with Johnny or Shannon's game. You know, we've been playing with them for a couple years as well. So uh, it was really good to have them unite on the squad as well. So we, we're looking for some big things this season. It actually seems like you guys actually like each other. You know, that, that's yeah. a big part of it, you know, with their team yeah. chemistry. So it's guys actually get them along yeah, just absolutely. off the court, like you were saying. So. Absolutely. I'm going to give you all my two cents real quick before we move <laughs> on. I feel like this is one of those seasons where, you know, the, the Bullets are going after it. You know what I mean? Like, they're going, they're going for it all. And after this season, I can see a lot of guys leaving. You know, doing doing the whole thing, trying to you know get their get their money in free agency. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. But they're going. They're really going for it right now, and I respect that. I respect that. Now, Sweat, I, I did say I mentioned you had some milestones coming up. You're approaching fifteen hundred points, uh, seven hundred rebounds. You should get that in the first possession. Yeah. You're at six ninety nine, and close to one seventy five on assists. And you, you've done all of this before your hundred games. You have. Almost 2,000 points in less than 100 games. You will be at the 2,000 mark in less than 100 games. I could definitely see that. Um, you're averaging 18 points a game, 18, about 18 and 9 for your career. Um, how would you grade your, your, your career so far? Because it's still a small sample size, only 80 games. That's pretty wild, honestly. People, anybody knows a little bit about me since I moved to Texas in my 10th grade. You know, I rode the bench in high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I still like to play ball, but I never really committed myself to it. As I got older and got in college, mm -hmm. started focusing more so on working out, you know, trying to, you know, practice little drills here and there. So it's, it's definitely carried over. I, you know, we, we old, so this is a league where you kind of look back like, oh, what could have, could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Should've. If I would have started a little younger, I probably would have been a little better, but... 
I think the work that you continuously put in, you know, it's, it kind of carries over into you know my career. So it's it's good to see. And that's weird because I, I was thinking about that with Sweat one day. I saw I saw. When did you start coming away about 2014, 2015? About, yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I can remember the, the sweat that was playing in mm-hmm. compared to the heat, the sweat I seen in the last three. I was like, it, it's, I can say it's night and day, but he's become a lot better player. Yeah. And that's weird that, like, when you get older and you can still improve yourself. Like yeah. He's saying he just continues to put the work in and yeah. he's become a better basketball player. That's all it boils down to, just putting in that work, because basketball is about timing and routine and, absolutely. you know, absolutely putting in the work. Now, um, we're going to move into our rapid-fire questions. Last uh, thing before we do that. Um, where do you see you guys um, by the end of the regular season, record-wise? Can you see yourself uh, running the table? or um, I, I don't see any, very many losses left in your future in the regular season. Can, yeah. you see, can you see you guys legitimately running the table? I mean, honestly speaking, this is y'all podcast. I'm going to be honest with what's on my mind. Uh, I think we could beat every team out. Um, I'm not going to say there's no te- teams that don't make us raise our eyebrow. You know, squad one is pretty good when yeah. they're on a hot night. So I'm going to give them the respect they deserve. But um, other than that, you know, Free's a good squad. They what about Trifecta? <laughs> <laughs> if y'all could have seen Swift face just now. <laughs> Do they scare you at all? <laughs> nah, they the same old Trifecta. <laughs> So yeah, it's some it's definitely some respectable squads out there. Squad one, we got free coming up tomorrow night. Excited to play them. They took it to triple overtime yeah. uh, last week. I don't, I don't think we want the same result as a squad. So yeah, I think we can win out on the way out. Okay, let's move on to our rapid fire questions. I'm gonna give you some different ones this time. Uh, let's see if you could be sponsored by any beverage, what would you pick and why? Oh, my goodness. Um, you'd have asked me this while I was in college. I would say Arizona iced tea. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I still drink that. <laughs> yeah. Nine nonsense. Exactly, exactly. When I uh, when I was in uh, college, I worked at Domino's, and I used to drink Arizona at least three a day, and a healthy amount of Arizonas. I mean, like, call me ghetto, ratchet, whatever you want, but I had like Arizona cans piled up on my wall. <laughs> they were they were a decoration. Now, sweat. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess. I'm gonna take a wild guess. You're a watermelon guy, aren't you? I do love that flavor. I do love that. I flavor. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a munch. I'm a uh, mango muncher Mucho guy. Mucho mango. Mango. Yeah, that's me. That's my drink. That's my go-to. You guys even know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of corner store runs. I'll try to tell you. All right. Uh, next one. Uh, shoe deal. Any shoe deal. Any shoe deal. Oh, I'm going Nike with no hesitation. Yeah, um, yeah same The wing goddess of down. victory. You yeah. know what I mean? The wing goddess of victory. Just do it. You know, if you wear it enough, it'll get in your mindset. So you get a lot done that way. All right. Um, would you would you rather have a stylist or would you rather uh, style yourself with an unlimited supply of money? Um, I can style myself with an unlimited supply of money. Um, I don't I don't like anybody telling me what to do at all. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the reason why I went out to go play the bullets, but yeah. lost the, get away from that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want anybody telling me how to dress. I, I feel like I I missed to put it on myself. So. Okay. Now this is the, this is my last one. This is a hard one. Uh, would you rather which one? Which one feels better? Uh, a game-winning jumper with no time left, or getting an and-one dunk like to to uh to to tie the game? An and-one dunk to tie the game. Man, if you ask me about things I ain't never done before in my life, <laughs> <laughs> I think the game-winning jump shot for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's game. It's off my jumper, so. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take that one. That and one do different though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you get to just let that emotion out. I said Luca. Who was that Luca Duncan? Was that oh, the White Howard? Yeah, yeah. And they didn't call it. They didn't call foul, but they they should have they should have called it. If I was the ref, I'd have called like, Nah, I want you to sit in this. I want you to feel this. I want you to feel this right now. Yeah. They're not yeah. calling that no box out. Yeah, yeah, he didn't box out. That's embarrassing. Take it from a guy with almost 700 rebounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we appreciate the time, man. Yeah, good luck. Sir. All right. <laughs>so let's start with college football. Uh, Grambling State, they made some interesting hires. Hugh Jackson uh, reached out and hired Art Browse as his offensive coordinator. Got a lot of backlash. Uh, a lot of guys went on board that. Doug Williams actually spoke out and said he will not support Grambling State uh, after that hire. Uh, I thought that was an interesting stance that he took. Um, my thing is this. Coaches, uh, human beings in general are going to make mistakes. And we've given so many guys a second chance, uh, too many, too many names to list. Uh, I can't say that I, I'm not, a, I'm not, I can't be the guy that's going to be against a man uh, trying to make a living, you know. But at the same time, uh, it, to me, it's a controversial hire because you're talking about a historically black college and you bring that guy into the mix. You know what I mean? So it's like, bro. Can you get somebody uh, with a checkered past that's at least black? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you go, if you if you go do that, uh, that I think that was more that was more the, the the questioning part on Hugh Jackson. And Hugh Jackson, this is so Hugh Jackson. Uh, he's, I'm sorry, I hate to say this, but he's a loser. You know what I mean? Like his track his track his track record is, I'm a loser and I make dumb decisions. And him hiring Art Browse is the latest. Uh, for him, I just I can ne- I could never get behind him. Yes, they were tanking that year, and he tried to say this, but bro, you you even when you had uh when Baker Mayfield before he just completely crashed and burned, he was hot. No one really had a you know a really good look at him to where they could kind of figure him out. So he had a, he had a run uh, the year before last. He had a, he had a nice run uh, last year. He had a nice run. This past season was when it finally crashed and burned. So you actually had him, and you actually thought it was a good idea to bring him off the bench. And while Tyrod Taylor, on the other hand, has been a guy, has been a journeyman around the league. Yeah, he's a nice player, but he's not a guy to build a franchise around, in my opinion. He just he just has bad luck. It seems like every time he gets hurt. So I mean, first of all, he's too small. And then you decided to put Baker Mayfield on the bench when they needed him to be starting from jump. This is the number one overall pick. You got to see what he has. That's just what you have to do. And then he chose not to do that. Ultimately got fired, and he's just been a, he's been a coordinator ever since, and now he's he's been relegated to college. So I'm not surprised that he would do something stupid like this, and now he's seeing the backlash. So I won't also won't be surprised if he if his stint in Grammar State is short. Well, I will say this: um, I, I'll, I'll you're right. It, it's considering the the issues that. Uh, cause our browser's job in the Bible Belt down there in Baylor. And I think, by the way, I think none of those actually, none of those guys actually got convicted either, by the way. Right. But he, he, he might have just been uh, the guy that had to kind of take all the blame in order for the university to move on. I would be surprised they slipped some money under the table uh, to make him go away. And go ahead and say, we'll slide you this money uh, and you just take all the blame mm-hmm. and go away. 
I won't be surprised that happened down there, but I don't even know if any of those guys got like convicted out of all those cases. But that's besides the point. Um, from a football standpoint, I understood the the, the hire. Uh, our brother's a good football coach. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. What he, he did at U of H and then back doing did at Baylor, two programs that were in the mud, um, and Bracy took them to national prominence, I, I think no doubt he's a good football coach. So I understand the hire from that standpoint. But you've been at historically black college um, and hiring a guy. It's not even the fact that he, you, you're hiring a white guy and not giving a black uh, coach an opportunity. Uh, but you, if you're going to hire a white guy, it probably needs to be a white guy who doesn't have any, doesn't have a stench on him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and at this current moment, the last people remember uh, our brows in college football was the, the the that scandal at Baylor, right? Um, where so many players uh, were in this kind of sexual escapade uh, of assaults and all these other different things going on. So, uh, yeah, that's what makes the hire tough. I can understand it from a football standpoint because the guy coach football, yeah, um, respectfully, he, he can definitely coach football. Uh, especially when you have Mr. Offensive Coordinator. He's not even the head coach. He's the Offensive Coordinator. <laughs> a guy who, who's taking two programs to national prominence as a head coach, and you got Mr. Offensive Coordinator. So I understand the hire from that end of it. But, yes, uh, from considering that last time we talked about Art Browse and heard about Art Browse, he was it, – it was very negative. Mm-hmm. And then, like I say, you bring him into a uh, historically black college. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to cause problems. Completely. So, it probably wasn't the best of judgment, but at least from the football part of it, I do understand it. I mean, come on, Hugh. Like, you don't see the optics? Like, what What are you thinking about? Like, I don't... I, that's what I be saying. Like, he just does dumb stuff. Like, I, I question a lot of his moves. And this is just the latest. So, I'm done with Hugh. I've been done with Hugh. I've been, I'm, I've been good on him. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to the uh, Los Angeles losers. I mean, Lakers. Uh, they recently got beat down uh by the new orleans pelicans who recently acquired cj mccullum and cj gave them the business um i mean the lakers are a joke like we said the last time we talked about it i think i picked the lakers to lose uh against the jazz they were about to lose and somehow they won that game maybe because i said something maybe because i spoke too soon there's i guess i guess they hurt me uh but um they got beat down by a sorry team I'm starting to think Utah's sorry too at the same time. I really am starting to think that. But they got they got beat down by the Pelicans. The Pelicans will uh, likely be in the play-in game. And this is the thing. I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, sports analysts talking about the Lakers in the in the past weeks, but not recently. I haven't I haven't really been. I listen to because uh, I, I think undisputed they're on vacation or something. Like they just came back today. Okay. Um, and I listen to the analysts. Skip and Shannon are not back yet. I know Shannon's glad that uh, <laughs> he's not back because it's it's looking bad for his team. But um, I'm hearing a lot of I'm hearing I'm not hearing a lot of optimism when it comes to the Lakers. A lot of people think that you know there's a I think there's a very small small chance that they will get out the first round, and a greater chance for them to barely make the play in, and an even greater chance that they won't even make the playoffs. Because you're talking about you talk about a Blazers team that's supposedly unloading, they still beat them. Yeah, a, unlo- a Blazers team that's ready to hang it up, beat them. Well, right. I think they were trying to hang it up because I think they were on a big winning streak. 
it's uh, I don't have any more excuses anymore. Um, I've been trying to get them the benefit of the doubt. I just think they have too many good veteran players for them to be this bad. I think LeBron's too good for them to be this bad. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that this goes to show you that chemistry and effort plays such a big plays such a big part and not only just your ability to win but your, just even your ability to compete uh, and just the body language Ooh. The, the effort lack of defense mm. it's god awful mm. uh, I actually was able to kind of even I think it was on NBA TV if I'm not mistaken so I actually caught some of the game uh, and no, that game was on ESPN. <laughs> that was something even better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought yeah. So I, I'm just sitting there looking at it. And I'm just like, I didn't watch the whole thing because I was pretty disgusted. I'm not even like a fan like that, but still, I'm a basketball fan. Yeah, and it's that uh, Laker fans are pretty good fans. Uh, they're not like the Philly fans, some New York fans where they're boo their home team. Yeah. Uh, Philly, yeah, Philly will do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And Boston. Yeah, and Boston. Like, no, they're, they're, they're boo bad performances. Uh, the Lakers fans were booing yesterday <laughs> they, loudly. They were. They were, boo- they were booing LeBron loudly. Yep. Uh, which is crazy to think about because, like, at least LeBron has won a championship, but, you know, it's still what happened for me lately. And I think his body language was so bad that. I will give him credit when he did begin to get booed, though. I did think he, he like he's playing hard in the fourth quarter, even though they were down 20. Yeah, uh, no, 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 Sean. I'm not going to let you get away with that. What was he doing? What was he doing? <laughs> I'm not going to get to the point that he was standing his pants. Uh, so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He wasn't yeah. playing hard. <laughs> yeah. The pants are standing for me. And, you know, and, and then, like, there's, like, if I was looking at you all on social media today, there are clips all over social media right now where Laker <laughs> yep. players are arguing with the fans. Yep, I seen it. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? They're melting down, man. It's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and, and granted, look, and, and, you know, they're professional, they're adult men, so I know it's hard for Frank Bogle to go in the locker room and be like, guys, like, we can't go in there and talk to the fans. Like, we can't do this. We can't do that. I know it's hard to tell another adult man to do stuff like that. Yeah. But at some point, I think he probably has to at this point. It's like, look, we're in this together, and we have to stay focused on what we need to do to get better. Like, we can't get caught up in all this other nonsense. They in their feelings, man. They all – like my, like my boy Jason said. He said, man, he said it's a part of the territory. You get out your feelings. Yeah. And, and, and seriously, though, like, it, it's just – I'm, I'm just more so confused, like, why they're this bad right now. Because, you know, you got a passion prime, Carmelo Anthony, a passion prime, DeAndre Jordan, the passion prime, Dwight. But they're still very good basketball players who know the ins and outs of being an NBA player. They're professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron is still a superstar. Anthony Davis is obviously still a superstar. Um, it just doesn't make sense why they're this bad. I think they're I think they're holding on to hope like, you know, we could we just gotta get to the playoffs. We just, no, 
Your bad habits follow you all the way. They're going to follow you all the way. Then everyone's going to see exactly who you really are when it boils down to it. I don't think they can beat any of those teams that are in the playing game. They cannot They cannot beat uh, – well, maybe they can beat the Pelicans if everybody's there. I, I'll give them that. But uh, what's the other team? The Clippers? They can't beat the Clippers. I don't care who the Clippers have. I don't care who the Lakers have. They can't beat them. They cannot. The Clippers own them. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It, they could beat, the, beat them before. Like, what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, y'all have your whole team. Y'all can have your whole team. And I think uh, I think the Clippers just had Paul George, and they still beat him. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded by how bad the Lakers are. And it's just really weird. And I remember, and his, his basketball takes are, are, are wrong quite often, so I don't even know why I'm quoting him. But I remember John Sally and said before the season started, and like I said, John Sally's basketball takes are usually terrible, especially <laughs> that he played in the NBA. Yeah, that's pretty um, bad. <laughs> he, he was basically like, you know, I'll be surprised if the Lakers don't run through the NBA season and easily win an NBA championship. Wow, he said that? He said that. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, this is, this isn't 2008, 2009, Carmelo Anthony. This isn't 2008, 2009, Dwight Howard. Uh, Russ is still, we all know, you know, it takes Russ a while to kind of get, when we've seen him on new teams, it takes him a while. And great, I, I didn't expect him to be this bad still, but it takes him a while for him to get his, get his, under his, you know, get his feet wet with new teams. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you think that they would just run through the season? And win NBA championship, like has anybody has anybody called him on that comment? Because uh, that's pretty bad. I mean, no, but I haven't seen him doing interviews lately either. So <laughs> probably won't go in until next year sometime. Yeah. I think they play on Vlad TV too or something like that. I'm just like, but his basketball takes are pretty bad quite often though. He and it's weird because he, he he played basketball. He's a so fan. Like, he's a he's a he's a fan. That's all it is. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I don't know, but. I, yeah, I'm just really dumbfounded. I, I didn't expect them. I didn't expect them to win a championship. I, 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 I expected them to be a top three seed in the West, though. I did. You did? Um, I expected them to be a top three seed in the West. Mm. And I didn't see them being a uh, bottom three. Like <laughs> <laughs> I gave them seven. I gave them seven. I gave them about what they were last year. <laughs> no, I just thought with Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis being healthy, you bring Carmelo Anthony off the bench as an automatic 15 points. Russell, I thought by January, February, started kind of getting it together. LeBron's going to be LeBron. I just like, how could that team not be a top three, top four team? I thought they would have home court advantage in the first round. That's what I, that's what I thought they were. A lot of people had them number two and, and all that, but I was like, I'd say top three or four. That, that was my thinking. Uh, and I thought by... March, April, they'll be turning it on uh, going into the playoffs. Mm. And just to kind of see them just be bad like this is just it's not that they're just bad. They're losing by 30, 40. Like, to the like, Pelicans. Like, like, like it was, what, what game was that a couple weeks ago? They was down like by 35, almost 40 points. And they ended up losing by like 20 or so. But I was like, how are you down that bad? With LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Melo on your team. Like, how are you that bad? Well, I mean, like you said, this is what LeBron does. 
LeBron, LeBron will he'll get he'll get in these funks when they're when they're losing. When he's he's the biggest front runner in the NBA. When they're losing, his body language is awful. He's only playing for himself. He doesn't care. Like he just he's out there playing for stats. That's what he does. And I, I heard somebody say, uh, uh, "Is you know Frank Vogel can't control. Uh, he can't control the team because he's gonna have to. He's eventually gonna have to tell Russell Westbrook, hey." You're going to have to come off the bench. If you don't like it, I don't care. Uh, LeBron James, you got to stop trying to chase Kareem and, and actually play winning basketball. Like, if somebody's saying that, if somebody's saying that, that's 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 pretty damning, man. Like, that, that's pretty bad. Like, that, that means they see it. Just like Tyler when he called out LeBron a couple years ago about his assist hunting. He said, he said yeah, we, we got to stop assist hunting and actually just move the ball. And they were like, what do you mean by that? He said, exactly what I said. I said what I said. Yeah. Because he knew LeBron was a sis hunting. That's what he was talking about. He's talking about him. Who else does that? Nobody else does that. It's like, bro, stop playing for stats. Like, we know you're trying to get stats. Like, that's what he does now. He tries to he tries to get points because his whole thing is catch Kareem, catch Kareem. If I catch Kareem, they'll call me the GOAT. If I catch Kareem, they'll ignore that I have six finals losses. If I catch Kareem, they won't mind if we don't make it in the playoff. Uh, we don't make the playoffs two times in the last three years. Nah, bro. Nah, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. I know. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a... I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out, man. I just want... I do want to make the playoffs. And I want them to see them play Gold State or somebody in the first round. That's going to be an L. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter who... That's, a, that's another thing. It doesn't matter who they play. They're not, they're not getting out the first round because they're not going to be the number six seed. Even if they are the number six seed, they're not beating Memphis. Have you seen Memphis? Speaking of Memphis, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and uh, segue into that. John Morant, fifty-two points tonight, uh, twenty-two of thirty, four for four from three, absolutely incredible uh, against the San Antonio Spurs. And I looked at the the, the box score, um, the starters besides him. I mean, Jaron Jackson had six points. Yeah. I mean, it was it was. I mean, they were just basically watching Ja just destroy uh the San Antonio Spurs and just do it all himself. But John Morant, in my opinion right now, is the MVP. Uh I don't even think it's really close because I can't think of a, a person that will come in second. Maybe Joel and B, but I don't think they've won enough games for that. So I got John Morant MVP, hands down. I think John he had a nasty And he dunked on Yaka Pertle too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had a nasty dunk tonight. Uh yeah, with Wade, I, I actually, about two weeks ago, I had Joel Embiid. But the last two weeks, I mean, I think Josh taking the lead uh, in the MVP race. Uh, and not only that, too, I think with the recently acquiring of Harden as well, I think it's probably going to take away from uh, some of uh, Embiid's probably stats and stuff, too. Yeah. Because uh, James' first two games with Philadelphia, James played out of his mind. It's kind of weird that James Harden turn it on like that too. By the way, <laughs> oh, when he's when he's motivated, like and then within a week, look like an absolute monster. <laughs> you remember the first game when he uh before he got traded to to uh to Brooklyn with the Rockets, he had like forty five and seventeen. <laughs> yeah, like he's a dude, like he's a, he's an absolute monster. Like you know, it's kind of weird that even at getting a little older, that he still could like turn it up like that when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but but. Getting off the original point, though, yeah. Uh, going down the stretch, 
I mean, Jai's going to continue to probably have these kind of numbers, um, and his team's going to continue to win. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely kind of – because, yeah, at this point, Joel Embiid's on what is in the conversation. Steph was in the conversation early on in the season. But yeah, he's, ter- he's trailed off bad. Yeah, well, he has bad shooting numbers once he broke the record. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's definitely Jai at this point. And he's, he looks like – he looks better. I didn't think I would be able to say this, but he looks better than uh, MVP Derrick Rose did. That was like a 2010, I think that was. Yeah. Like yeah. 2010, whatever that what year it was. Yeah, 2010, 11. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he 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 looks better than that version of Derrick Rose, which is scary uh, right now. So if this dude, if you tell me this dude is gonna get better. Than what he is right now in the next three, four years. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing about Derrick Rose too. I was like, nah, this dude, if you're telling me this dude's gonna get better than what he is, and unfortunately, you know, due to injuries, he, he didn't get better than that. Um, and you know, Lord forbid anything like that happens to Ja. But yeah, if you tell me this dude's gonna get better than what he is right now, man, sky's the limit. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through this. Uh, I know I don't want to pile on the Lakers. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm scrolling through the uh, through the schedule right now for the Lakers. The next couple of games, I don't see who they're gonna beat. <laughs> I'm like, y'all might y'all might finish last. The Rockets might have a better record than y'all at the end of the season. Yeah, oh, man, it wasn't be number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who they gonna beat, man. The Clippers about to sweep them on Thursday. I mean, they got Dallas, who's playing who's playing well. I don't know who they're going to beat, man. It's, it's it's not looking good for the Lakers. <laughs> they're about to be like 20 games under 500 at the end of March. <laughs> they have to figure it out, man. Like, they, they, like I said, LeBron's too good. Those guys, they have guys that were just way too good for them to be this bad, man. They have to figure it out. Yeah. They have to figure it out. Okay, let's move on to music. Um, That was a lot for sports. Uh, let's move on to music. Earth Gang came out with an album. Um... I am going to give it a listen. I'm just not sure when. Um, probably on my next run. I think that'll probably be appropriate. Uh, I, I looked at the, uh, the the list of the songs. I saw J. Cole was on there. Uh, Jid was on there. Uh, CeeLo Green. Um, Ari yeah. Lennox and Nick Cannon was on there. I thought they that... have, besides Nick Cannon. They, they no disrespect to Nick Cannon, by the way. But, but besides... <laughs> Uh, Nick Cannon. That's a pretty impressive uh, list of guests on, on that album. Yeah. I mean, they have, uh, I think they got Future on there too. Did it? Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, but I want to say they got Future, CeeLo. Yeah, it's a pretty good uh, list of uh, guests on the, on the album. So that alone make you go ahead and get listened for me. Because yeah, I haven't been interested in the last few years at all. Um, so yeah, that definitely give me a. I, I would definitely give it a chance. Yeah, the name of the album is called Ghetto Gods. Um, I'm I have not been on board with Earth Gang as of late. I thought their last couple of projects have been kind of boring. I, I wasn't impressed. Uh, yeah, Future is on there. It's called Billy. Um, oh, Music Soul Child. I forgot about that. Yeah, Music Soul Child's on there as well. Um, I haven't been impressed with what they've been doing, but uh, hopefully this will be better. Um, the last one that I actually liked was the album they did where, um, what's your dude name, uh, from, uh, 85 South. 
I can't think his name. Oh, uh, 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 Chico Bean. Not Chico. Uh, the 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 funniest one. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, what's his name, man? Uh, I lost uh, his name already. Uh, Not Carlos. Actually, Carlos is the funniest one. What's the other dude's name? Oh, uh, uh, what's my guy's name, man? <sighs> I can't think of it. But yeah, I know you know you say you're talking about. DC, uh, DC, DC Young Fly. DC you Young Fly. Yeah, DC Young Fly. He was on the uh, he was on the skits. That's the last one that I liked. But other than that, uh, I was supposed to be like, man, I'm gonna just find find all their music, play all their music, and I was just listening to them like, man, this is not that good. It's a little over. It's a little overrated. But uh, looking at these features, I think this this will probably uh, probably be their best work because them alone they need the help like you throw j cole on there you throw some legends on there i think you got a shot at a, at a solid album so i'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a listen uh on my next run now uh kodak black also uh came up with an album this is the one that he, he's been on he's been on every radio uh interview uh promoting his stuff but well, i think it was via zoom because he, he i think he got shot recently um, so he was on the Breakfast Club. He's on a couple other interviews uh, promoting his album, uh, Back for Everything. Now I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I'm not a big Kodak Black fan, but um, any kind of new music, I'm always gonna give it a chance. Uh, he does make good beats. I, I think his, uh, I think a lot of his beats go hard. I like a lot of his hooks. Um, as far as his rapping, I think he's solid. I don't think he's like uh, top ten as far as. Uh, uh, my cup of tea as far as far as uh, albums or artists are out right now, but uh, I'll, I'll give it a chance. I, I see uh, he has a little Dirk on there. That's probably gonna be his best one. Not a lot of features. It's a lot of Kodak. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of Kodak, man. So this is this is probably something that he really really worked hard on. Yeah, I, I'll give a listen. Uh, I, I like the, the Super Gremlin track that you know that's been on the radio for about a good three weeks now. So I, I'm kind of feeling that one. Uh, and you know, Kodak. I would say well, a lot of the rappers sounds uh, they're good at melodies, right? Mm-hmm. And Kodak doesn't necessarily have a voice that would be great for melodies per se, like a lot of other rappers do, like the Uzi Birds and Roddy Riches and uh, um, Young Thug. But mm-hmm. he does know how to ride a beat well. He does. Um, and, and you know, he has some rap ability. Uh, again, he's not. I don't think he's a great rapper, but he has some rapability, uh, and he's had some good songs. Like you know, uh, and like you know, he's one of those guys. Uh, him being a young boy, they're the guys right now that the young demographic listen to. Yeah, they so, they gravitate towards him. Yeah, the the, the fourteen to twenty, that young demographic mm-hmm. is, is him, young boy, and a couple other guys that they really listen to that they gravitate towards so uh, yeah so you know so when so I try to not be the, the, the old man in the club being like I only can listen to my certain type of music I try yeah. to keep <laughs> so I always try to give it a chance yeah I, I got a nice little balance I think yeah I always try to get obviously yeah I'm gonna like certain type of rap music I mean that's just what I grew up on whatever but you know like with some of these young guys I always try to give them a chance and you know he does some okay stuff, so I'm definitely gonna listen. Probably when I go on my run tomorrow, I'll, I'll go ahead and get yak, uh, listen. Okay. Give it a shot. All right, our last segment of the night, TV and movies. Uh, movie this weekend, we've been talking about it. Batman, finally. Uh, it'll be in theaters Friday. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Sean. I know how my weekend is lined up. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going on my nice little two and a half week break. It's going to be lovely. Um, but Friday, I don't see it happening. Me seeing it when it first comes out Friday. I just don't see it. Um, I have to get up early Saturday. We got our team celebration and we're going to be going all day. I just don't want to be out in a movie and then have to, you know, pop up the next day. I just know I'm going to be exhausted. So I just think that's a bad idea. And then Saturday, after being on the beach and being out of the theme park all day, we're going to be tired. Sunday, I got to work Sunday. And then Monday, you know, I'll be I'll be charged. I ain't got to worry about uh, going to work. So I'm thinking Monday matinee, I'll watch Batman. And uh, shout out to my to my uh, my MVP, Jaden Qualls. He got me a, a movie gift card, so I ain't got to spend my own money. So uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead because uh, you know the movie, the movie prices, man. Oof. I, I, you gotta, you gotta come with it. So, yeah, I'm, no more. Nah, that's a twenty minimum. Twenty just get in the door. <laughs> so it's like a club. Excited about it. I think I probably will go see it on Friday. Um, especially with my basketball season being over now. Yeah. Uh, I actually get off work at three. So I might just get on working three o'clock and go to the movies. Uh, uh, I also have to go by myself, but this might be one where I just be like, "Hey man, I'm just going to go by myself." No, yeah, I think I think with movies like this, you enjoy it more if you buy yourself with no distractions. Right. Exactly. Uh, this so. this is that type of movie. Like I go see the Halloween movies with Michael Myers. I always go see those by myself so I can lock mm-hmm. in. But uh, okay, so so our topic on Batman. How much money do you think they can make potentially uh, in opening week? I'm gonna set. I'm gonna. We're gonna go over and under. Over or under one and a half billion for uh, total for the week. For the week, I think the record is. What is the record? Um, I think the record. I think Avengers is like the record. I think they end up getting like close to four hundred or five hundred million. Some some crazy some crazy number. I'm a. I would say it's gonna approach that, but not quite. So under, under, I'm going under. Okay, under, uh, under one and a half billion. Now Spider Man made how much in, in the first week? They make like three billion or two billion? Uh, maybe overall, but I think in the, in the United States, I want to say made like close to three hundred million in the United States. Oh, I was talking about oh, like. Overall, like everything, oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I, don't even know I remember them saying like two billion the first week. It was something crazy. Yeah, something nuts. So I think it'll approach it. I don't think it'll, man. Cause like you it's said, it's been a while for, since the Batman movie came out. It was. It has been a while since Batman came out. And there's a and lot. Batman market, fans are crazy, like me. And it's <laughs> marketed pretty hard. But still, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. It is. And I, I, I have you seen a lot of commercials? I haven't seen a whole lot. I've seen a few. It's, it's been more... Uh, I've seen them on YouTube. It's been more ads than it has been really commercials. Okay. I've seen, I've seen the commercial, but it's been more about the ads, though. Okay. And like even like the commercial... It's almost commercial. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little... Not the little... The whole 45-second commercial. It's been like those little... Uh, like ten second, fifteen second. Yeah. The Batman starring Buzzy Buzzy coming on. Like it's been like on that. So like when they were like the, the like Laker game on Saturday, like I saw a bunch of Batman ads. Yeah. And then and if they showed the commercials, just one of those little eight second ones. Yeah. 
Now, the thing that surprised me about this Batman movie, um, in this time, you know, with movies coming out online, um, they are not making it available for streaming services in, the, in right. right now. I, I believe maybe in maybe in two or three weeks after they make a lot of money, maybe they'll go ahead and open it to HBO Max because HBO Max is DC home. Like, that's where all the DC stuff is. So I thought HBO Max was going to jump all over this. But right. they, I was gonna be, I was gonna be chilling at the crib, <laughs> man. I was gonna be chilling at the crib, but nah, I gotta, you know, I gotta go ride down two more miles away from my house to go ahead and go to the movie theaters, which is fine. I mean, I'm not tripping, but that shocked me that it wasn't there. And and speaking of HBO Max, there's a lot of stuff on HBO Max that I have to get around to seeing. Um, and like I said, I'm gonna be, in, I'm gonna be on a nice two and a half week break. I think I'm gonna catch up on everything. Um, there's one movie in particular that I saw It's an HBO Max original Sunset Limited with, uh, starring, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I can't think of the other guy, but, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is in it and he's basically trying to keep this guy in a room and tell him stories. And it's just one of those interesting movies where it's, it all takes place in one spot. I think the other movie I saw that was similar to that was like, uh, Denzel Washington, where he stayed, you know, it was this. It was a movie where he was just at home the whole time, and he never, right. you know, the scene, the the scene never changed. They were always at the crib. So that's the only movie I remember that was similar like that, where they only stayed in one spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, even that you said, I might end up. Well, I'm about to say I might check that out tonight before I go to sleep. No, you're not. No, you're not, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, Sean. How many times have you said that? <laughs> so, so I probably get to the first five minutes be snoring. So I, I'll wait. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that though. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Episode 153 is in the books. Uh, we got some great basketball coming up Thursday. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait to see the guys. Uh, will trifecta get off of this losing streak? Five straight. Uh, we will see. Live from uh via cell phone. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.